Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. So Jesus wants to make sure that those he's leaving behind are prepared to continue his work. And we'll read about this in Luke 18, verses 18 through 34 today. So let's see what he has to say. The rich man. Once a religious leader asked Jesus this question. Good teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Now, let's be clear that at this time, many religious leaders were rich and lived very comfortable lives. Why do you call me good? Jesus asked him. Only God is truly good. Okay, so what was the point of using the adjective of good to describe Jesus? Was it to affirm him as knowledgeable? Well, probably. Jesus wanted to make sure that this man understood what it meant to be good and that the only way Jesus could really be called good is if he were, in fact, the Son of God. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not commit adultery. You must not murder. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your father and mother. The man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. When Jesus heard his answer, he said, There is still one thing you haven't done. Sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Jesus knew that this man hadn't always loved his neighbor, and so he challenged the man's commitment. Was it to himself or others? Only when he decided that the commitment was to others, then the man could follow Jesus. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was very rich. When Jesus saw this, he said, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Uh, In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Okay, I know, this is an extreme comparison, but it was a commonplace joke for the times of Jesus. What he was trying to say is that If it's hard to have a huge camel go through the eye of a tiny sewing needle, it's actually harder for a rich person who loves being rich to realize his need for God. What they weren't understanding is that salvation, meaning being saved from your sins by Jesus, it doesn't come from money or actions, only the belief or faith in the unseen. Those who heard this said, then who in the world can be saved? He replied, what is impossible for people is possible for God. I hope that you will always remember this. God can do anything. And if the Bible said it, then it will always be true. Peter said, we've left our homes to follow you. Yes, Jesus replied, and I assure you that everyone who has given up house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God 
will be repaid many times over in this life and will have eternal life in the world to come. See, Jesus isn't asking us specifically to give up everything, but he does ask us to make sacrifices sometimes. And when we sacrifice or give up something for making sure we are living out God's plans for us, it will not be forgotten. Jesus promised that a true commitment to discipleship or growing your relationship with God will be rewarded. Jesus again predicts his death. Taking the 12 disciples aside, Jesus said, Listen, we're going up to Jerusalem where all the predictions of the prophets concerning the Son of Man will come true. He will be handed over to the Romans and he will be mocked treated shamefully and spit upon. They will flog him with a whip and kill him, but on the third day he will rise again. Notice that the he that Jesus is saying is really himself. But they didn't understand any of this. The significance or importance of his words were hidden from them, and they failed to grasp what he was talking about. See, All Jews knew what many of the prophets of the Old Testament had said would happen when God came to earth as the Prince of Peace. But wrapped up in the amazing Jesus, many times his disciples had forgotten what was prophesied or exactly how it would happen, and they thought he would become a king. And even more, they couldn't understand how the Messiah would be killed in Jerusalem, the place where he was to be ruler of, or that he would have to return to heaven before it all happened. I love that we're reading this as we approach the Christmas season. Isaiah prophesies in chapter 9, verse 6, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus is a great teacher, an amazing miracle worker, was kind to everyone, and would rule with great peace and love. But that Prince of Peace would come as a tiny baby, born in a stable, and laid in the feeding trough. The Mighty One who would give His life for every sin ever committed would grow up in a humble family, not the son of a king, and would bring us back to God. See, Christmas is about celebrating the excitement of Easter coming. We get to receive the box this Christmas, but we have to wait to open it until Easter. And then, only then, will we really get to enjoy the gift that God gave us in that tiny baby. Let's pray. Dear God, we praise you and we thank you for loving us so much. You deserve all the glory for creating this world and allowing us to experience your miracles. Share your thanks and your prayer requests with God right now. God, please help us to remember that our focus should be on you, whether it's Christmas, Easter, or the middle of the day, or in the middle of the night. We love you, and we love spending time with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, so what stood out to you most today? Share that with a family member or a friend, and if you have questions about a word or the meaning of one of the stories, ask. 
Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or you know what? You could even ask Google or Siri because there are lots of great teachers out there that know a lot about the Bible. If you have a question or a comment for me, you can leave me a message on Spotify's website or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you tomorrow.